Welcome to the Nerdcast. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and with me today I have both associate editors, uh, Graham and Nathan. Nathan has uh, is back with us this week because we weren't able to find another Asian willing to do the show, so we had to give the uh, we had to rehire him again, and uh, now he's back with us. So how's it going, fellas? Pretty good. <laughs> All right, first off, fellas, I want to know how your week's been going. Graham, tell us what you've been up to. Well, um. One interesting thing I did, I um, uh, I decided to phone up Zoe Mose, the makers of Crush, oh, and see right? if I could try and maybe try and get in there, try and get maybe an interview, get and see their place. And I uh, I phoned them up, and I didn't get past the receptionist really. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me the cold shoulder. She is very um, she's very offish with me. She uh, <laughs> she's like, right? yeah, 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 we'll, we'll we'll just give you a call back, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't be bothered to try again, but. Yeah. Well, did you try she, to she, talk gonna... like? Uh, did you try to sweet talk her or like try to talk dirty to her then? <laughs> I did try. I think I, maybe that's what. Uh, put maybe her you didn't do it good enough. Obviously, you yeah. didn't. Yeah, you're not <laughs> suave <laughs> enough. Oh, I'll get what you guys think. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> good idea. That 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 was one sort of big thing I tried to do during the week. Just well, at least you've actually been stuff. working towards something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to put the effort now and then. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And um one one other thing I did, which has got nothing to do with the site or gaming or anything like that, it's I uh, I, I watched um Firefly, the um you know the T V show for Serenity, the movie. Yeah, that's a good I've TV never show. seen the T V show. I've heard great oh, things about it, but the movie it, I love it. I'm just gonna say this now. This is the best sci fi T V show I've ever seen in my entire life. I just think it's amazing. Seriously. Too bad it got cancelled. Absolutely. I know. I just, so like, you're saying oh, it's better than weird science? Weird science. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. What, what yeah, makes good. the show good then? Tell me. Um, I think the main thing that I think makes the show so good is the setting, the overall setting. If you don't know about it, it's. Have you seen the movie Serenity? Yeah. Yeah. So you know the general gist of it is it's sort of like being in the Wild West, but it's actually in space. That's the sort of general setting of the whole show and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, well, in in the TV show, it's more evident about that and. The characters, the char- every single character in the show is brilliant. I think they're all they're, they've all got their own little background stories and stuff, and they're all they're all the way they work is so the way they work together is so well, and the scripting is just so good. And just in general, I think it's such a great idea for a sci-fi show. And I'm so angry that they cancelled it. Do you guys remember the, those toys called Brave Star when we were kids? Yes. You you were you, you really TV? remember those? I don't remember that. There was there a TV show of it? Yeah, well? it was it was a cartoon. Yeah, of Brave Star. Yeah. And it was kind of like Didn't that, they have that? it was in the future and it yeah, was yes. setting. And he had that little chipmunk like deputy or something. Yeah, and they mined like yeah. these like little like um very like brightly glowing orange like uh like uh, minerals and uh it was like yeah. the currency. It was a, such a good oh, show. Okay. And the action oh, yeah. figures were really tall. They're like really big too. Yeah, I loved them. Yeah, I don't think I ever had an action figure, but oh, I we had the, the entire set. Day. Me and my brother. It was great. Oh, Brave Star. That shit's I awesome. Say. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So Firefly. So you you uh, suggested we watch yeah, it. Yeah. Best sci-fi show ever. Best sci-fi. Wow. Oh, okay, that's pretty oh, lofty then. It. Okay. 
Nathan, what have you been up to? I have been up to school. I'm taking a summer class here at UT so I can graduate next spring, and it's taking up a lot of my time. It's a pretty intensive reporting class. You do realize, like, the sooner you graduate, the sooner you actually have to, like, work and stuff, right? Oh, And that's yeah. not fun at all. Trust me, I've been doing it for a long time. I don't know. Not I want to get out of school, I guess. Why? That's, like, the most fun years of your life. <laughs> I've had enough. You're going to miss him. Yeah, you're gonna miss I will, him. but whatever. And then the, the, the entire rest of your life, you're going to be like, man, I wish I was back in college. Sure, I guess. But or I wish I would have. Um, I wish I would have. Uh, Bone Sally is what you're going to be saying the rest of your life. Yeah, right. Because that's what Ooh, I do what? now. Well, okay. thanks. I guess. <laughs> Who's Sally? I have no idea. <laughs> what is going on? It's actually the name I gave my uh, my new recliner. So <laughs> you want to have sex with your chair? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just I love her. Your chair. You're fucked up, man. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, so obviously, uh, Nathan, you, you haven't done anything. I don't think you've ever done anything uh, very interesting in your entire life. So hey, I'll, screw I'll you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yesterday, um, I wanted to put on a movie for me and my kids. So um, me and my uh, daughters were sitting around watching um, TV, and I decided to put in King Kong. So we started watching it. and uh, Which you know, King Kong, the new one or uh, the, the old new one? one? Yeah, the Peter Jackson King Kong oh, with Jack okay. Black. I, All right. I hate that movie so much. Anyway, so we uh, we get halfway through the movie and they get on the island and you know the um, the natives who dress in all the black paint and everything and they look really scary. Anyway, they um, my daughters are watching that and my daughters like uh, get really scared at that point because you know the natives are a little scary to them. So we we uh, we keep watching the movie and about you know a little uh, maybe two thirds throughout the movie um, our power goes out in the entire neighborhood so we have no power. All the lights are off, and uh, we want to end up going somewhere just because um, there's no AC or anything like that, so after a while, it's going to start getting hot, so I go and start taking a shower real quick, and uh, um, I tell my daughters to go get um, go get changed in their room, which is, you know, by the way, it's dark because there's no lights in the house, so uh, I send them in there, and then I start getting ready to um, head to the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, you know, the door busts in. And my youngest daughter, is, or my oldest daughter, is uh, really scared, and she runs up to me, and she said, "Dad, she, I'm scared of the black people." And without thinking, I say, "Don't worry, Caitlin. There's no such thing as black people." <laughs> so, so yeah. So you know, I immediately after saying that, I realized how ridiculous it was. But uh, it, it just. When, when in that whole uh, situation right there, it just sounded extremely funny. Um, so yeah, that was that yesterday, and then also um, I told you guys earlier that I went and watched Evan Almighty um, last night. And oh. uh, by the way, it's one of the worst movies I've seen all year. Don't go watch it. Um, it's it's terrible. It's just so terrible. There's so many plot holes in it. Um, there's no reason for a lot of the things that happen within the movie. And if you do. By any chance, uh, you know, make the mistake and watch this movie. You'll you'll see why um, there's so many plot holes in it, and and you'll hate yourself more watching this movie. But anyway, on the way there, on the way to the movie theater, we stop at this um this pizza place um that I've been wanting to stop at for a long time. It's called Boston Boston Pizza Company. Um, so we go in, and uh, I thought it was just like this one little place, but it's in this big strip mall. 
So we walk in into the main entrance and, uh, you know, it, it surprised me because when, right when we walked in, there was a huge bowling alley. Like we walked right into a bowling alley, even though right above the, the door said Boston pizza company. So we walk in big, uh, bowling alley to our left. And, uh, so, you know, we decide, okay, let's just keep walking and see if we can find this place. So we keep walking and then over to our right opens up a huge, uh, arcade room i mean it's just gigantic and so naturally you know being the gamer i am i, I want to you know just check it out and see what they got and uh as i'm walking along and looking at the games it's just a freaking collection of huge um old S- sega arcades i mean these games are like uh you know just looking back at it it was like virtual fighter 2 um they had uh alien 3 or aliens 3 um, they actually had Outrunners. It wasn't even the first Outrun game. It was called Outrunners. Um, what else do they have? Um, they had vir- the original Virtual Cop arcade game, and they just had so many more old ar- Sega arcade games. So um, sometime this week, I'm going to have to go back and take a camera and just take a bunch of pictures of it. And just because uh, I think uh, I don't I don't know if there's any other arcade in the entire world that has this many just random old Sega games. So. I have to check it out. That's pretty cool. That yeah, like it, so it was good. awesome. It was like a if uh, if you're into arcade games, it's like a heaven for you, especially since they're like a quarter a piece still. That was pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. Is that good or bad? Or? It's uh, definitely good because That's I hate really paying cheap. a dollar for an arcade game. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, arcade games haven't cost a quarter in like years, ten years or something. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, okay, so that's that's basically been what's been going on. Um, next up, though, let's talk about what we've been playing this week. Graham, I know you usually are playing at least 10 or 15 games a week, so let's uh, try to Hell keep yeah. it down to a minimum. Tell us what you've been playing this week, though. Okay, I've still been playing Touch Darts, which I uh, spoke about last week, and uh, I'm still enjoying it, so it shows that even though the game looks terrible, it's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, I've actually been taking it to work and stuff and been playing That's it at work. Like, I really want to try so. this game now. Yeah, I I'm just shocked at how much how much fun it I is. I still don't understand and how. Like I said, I mean, because if you look, darts is a game that's usually a mini game within like a full game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's usually it, I don't yeah, know yeah. if it's ever been if, if the game of darts has ever had a game based around. Um, oh, I'm that sure it has. Game. Um, well, it it definitely hasn't had too many of them. Uh, I can say that, and definitely not many mainstream games have been based around it. So, um, what what is so different about this game? Just real quick, that um, you th- the main the, uh, yeah. Well, we sort of spoke about this last week, and I think listening back last week's nerdcast, I didn't actually bring a very good point across. But what I was trying to say last week was the fact that most um, darts games originally, you'd have like um, like the um, dart and stuff you wouldn't have complete control over like you'd have a bar going up the side or something going up and down and you sort of got to stop the bar at a certain height and then get a different power setting and stuff with this you've actually got complete control over where the dart goes so with the motion you make with a touch screen acts just like you're throwing a dart so if you do it lightly you can get it into where you basically you can aim for any part of the board with great ease and you've got complete control over it that's what makes the game so much fun over like other little t- t- uh, over other darts games, which you don't have any control over the player, like the dart at all. Like in Shenmue, you you don't control his hand properly; his hand just wavers around. You've got to try and select a good point yeah, to right. throw. Hmm. So this this game, you've got complete control over what you're doing, which is why it actually makes such a good That's game. Cool. H- how well do you think this game is going to sell? 
not very well at all. <laughs> Why I do think. you say that? Unfortunately, because like 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 um like you guys are probably thinking it it's a darts game. Well, I don't really want to buy a, pay money for, to play a darts game because it doesn't look that good. I mean, like you say, there's many mini games that have like darts games in them, and uh, just looking at it, you just think it just doesn't look that good. But when you're playing it, though, oh my god, it's it's just really addictive. Okay. So, yeah, I just think from the look of it, a lot of people aren't going to really be into it. Hmm. Well, that's a shame, because if, if it is a good game, like you say... It is. It definitely deserves some yeah, it's, to play it. I, uh, I, I'd say, even if you don't like that, it's just you got to try it out, just because it is a lot of fun. Especially, I took it into work and was playing multiplayer with um, like, some people there, and I was like playing with like a 50-year-old woman. She was loving it. She was really good at it as well. It's, it's quite yeah, shocking. It was really she was like beating me in most of the... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, wait. Yeah. Also, this game came, um, comes with something a little extra, though, too, right? Oh Close yes. Um, well, not. It doesn't exactly come with something extra. It's only if you can get it. Um, uh, when I, when I got it, I got it with a free um, um, stylus, which is in the shape of a dart. Really? So like, it's like when you're playing <laughs> when you're playing the game with your stylus, you actually like you've got a little dart in it. It's not. It's not that amazing. It's just a nice little gimmick you can have with the game. No, it doesn't go on your DS. Is it, is it very? It's got a little. Is it str- longer than the regular DS? It's got a string attached. Is it any more useful? No, it's it's what it's wider. It's slightly wider than the, the normal DS stylus, which is why you can't fit it in. And it's also got the big ass like flight bit at the end of it. Ah. But it's got a little bit of um, it's got a little bit of cord attached to it, so you can actually hook it into your um DS anyway. Oh, is that right? So you have a little bit dangling off, so you can actually sort of keep it attached to your DS. Oh, if that's you cool. All right, so. Uh, yeah, it's just a nice little gimmicky thing that Sega's got there. Yeah. So what else have you been playing? Um, I've been I've been going back and playing. A, oh, one one sort of newish game I've been playing is the Overlord demo on ah, Xbox Live. Very good game. Yeah, I'm yeah. loving that game. Um, How often have you played it? I even played though demos, I was kind of done with it after that because <laughs> I knew what it was about. But no, I played it. I've played it through like three or oh, four times. Right? I'm really enjoying it. I just. Uh, it's one of those games. Even though I know what I'm doing and I've done it before, I can I can still get enjoyment out of doing it. It again. comes out like within the next two or three weeks. I think it's like uh, June 29th uh, or something like that. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pick. Yeah, up I'm definitely game. picking it's, it up. It looks like a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. So, and it's it's basically like a um, a mixture of uh, Pikmin and uh, what Lord of the Rings or Fable. What would you say? Um, I, I'd say three different games. Pikmin. Um, Fable and um, a game on the PC called Sacrifice, Never heard of it. which no no one really knows about. It's, this game is closer to Sacrifice than any of the other two games. In Sacrifice, you were like um, you're basically like a mini demigod kind of person, and you um, you controlled lots of little underlings, and you just went out and like killed lots of people and stuff. That sounds like a lot of fun. And it, uh, you had like it, it, was, it was a really good game. But it got like no um, it got like no um, advertising or anything like that, so like no one knows about it. I got it free with um, a ga- graphics card. I was playing it, going, "This is a brilliant game." And uh, yeah, lots of magazines rated it highly, but it just didn't sell that well. I don't think. Well, that's too bad. So, yeah, um, I-, I should move on now. <laughs> uh, I've also been playing. <laughs> I've been playing um, Red Steel on my Wii. I've been going back. I'm still my playing God, that game. Man, I'm still loving it. Uh, that is. I'm, I'm being serious. That is the best. Well, possibly the best um, first-person shooter oh, I've played. God. This Dude, it's a, it's a terrible. For, I mean, it's not okay. It's it's a very average oh, first-person no. shooter. I just love it. I, the 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 gunfights in this game are better than any other first-person. You're shooter not even a PC inside. gamer, just are the, you? The, well, I play PC. <laughs> what's what's your favorite shooter then? 
Yeah. Well, on the PC. Um, that'd probably be Half-Life uh, 2, I guess. You just threw that out there randomly. You've never played Half-Life 2. I've got, I've got <laughs> Half-Life 2. <laughs> Half-Life 2 wasn't even released in the UK. <laughs> Whatever. Don't lie to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I've, Half-Life 2 is a brilliant game, yeah. and uh, in many ways it's better than like Red Steel and stuff. Of like course that. it's better than Red Steel. <laughs> no, but the thing I like about Red Steel, the gunfights in the Red Steel are actually a lot of fun, and like you've got all these explosions going off, and like, you're shoot, like there's, one, there's one level in a factory... And you're like in this little underground bit, and like you, if you're shooting around too much, like miss hitting people, things are like blowing up and like shooting holes in pillars and stuff, and the pillars are breaking up in front of you. And it's really good. Yeah, you don't really get that in many. Red Steel's a decent game. It's it's a very average game, but the Wii controllers make it better than, it, or it, may, it gives you more fun than you would had it been on like the PS3 or Xbox 360. Yes, so oh, it's, it relies that, on a gimmick. It, the fact that it's... exactly well, it, it relies on the the Wii's oh, um, interface you, you more than so anything. The, the, the interface on the Nintendo Wii makes it a better game. It really does. Yeah. And that's what it's intended to do. That's what the whole thing about the Wii controller is meant to make the games more fun to play. So True. it's doing its job. I don't see why people I can rip because it on I mean, when that. when you, I think it's because when you look at the game ah. itself, um, it's a very very average uh, first person shooter. The thing the thing I th- the thing I think is bad about Red Steel is it's very inconsistent. There are areas in the game where I look at it and I think this looks really good. It's got some really nice sort of well for the Wii it's got some pretty good visual effects. In other areas it's got very bland looking corridors and yeah. stuff like that. Uh. So it's a bit inconsistent with what it is. If they ke- if they try to keep it more consistent, it'd be a yeah, lot better. I, honestly, I remember because those were the, actually I think the Red Steel screens were the very first that were released for the Nintendo Wii. And uh, looking back at it, I mean they looked amazing. Um, when they were first released, I was actually very impressed with what I saw. Um, but playing the game, you're right. Um, there were some some levels that looked very well, or just looked very good graphically, and uh, then a few others that just uh, you know didn't look very very good and didn't actually look very next gen at all. So, yeah. How far how far did you get in oh, the game? Jeez, I honestly don't remember. It has been so long ago since I played it. Did did you? Did you get to a bit with the? I was, bu- I was, the, I was the, still at the part the guys, where I um. You remember when you have to like meet and uh, do all the quests for like the four different like uh, uh um gang oh, members right, okay. or whatever. So that's probably just yeah, over halfway. Yeah, I was right around that I area. I was doing those missions. Okay, there's there's a bit after that which you're you know the dojo yes. that you go into. That dojo later on gets attacked and stuff, and the whole dojo is like, on fire, the and the the flame. You're not going to play it. I know you're not going to play it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've had it for like months. No, I, I don't even you... have it anymore. Okay, yeah, well... Oh, right, there you go. See? <laughs> yeah, but the, the flame effects, the fire effects in the game are actually really good. And just in that in that bit, you actually feel like you're in a burning building. And that's really good. Wow. Because the whole building's like on fire, right, pretty much. You don't really get that in wow. the There's lots of things <laughs> you don't see. Going, oh, look at you. Look at you. You don't get that in Half-Life. Wow. <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? I'll, I'll right. tell you okay, a game that I've been it. playing this week. Um, oh, 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 God I haven't finished yet. <laughs> Cram. All right, keep going. Let's. Go. How about you finish up there? <laughs> okay. Another game I've been playing on the Wii is Rayman Raven oh. Rabbids. I actually, oh, yeah. I've been playing that this week also. That game is so damn good. Yeah. No, oh, I got. I, seriously, I got it from Gamefly okay. this week. Uh, okay, I'll let you um, talk about that then. And the other game. Oh, the other, okay. no, no, sh- 
<laughs> and the other, the other game I've been playing is Oblivion. You, I think you've uh, talked uh, very uh, in depth about Oblivion. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. No, tell me. Tell me what you think about uh, Raven, uh, Rayman Raving Rabbits. Raving Rabies. Yeah. Is what? Do you know? Do you know the one? Uh, here, here's. Um, I, I can't get past this one mini game. It's the one where you have to. Is it the one where you no, throw no, no. cow? It's the one where you have to shut the um, oh, the okay. outhouse doors. Do, do, you know, do you know that's the one I'm yeah. talking about? That it's yeah, ridiculous because it it cheats so bad. Because I I put my my hand out there and I try to shut the door and it will never shut. On the the very far right outhouse is the one that always gets me every single time. I can't ever get it. I don't know why. Oh, no! I found that hard, but it's always one of the middle ones. Always got really? me. Just, no, it's it's the one on the far yeah. right. I can't um, get. Uh, I I personally think that game is a lot of fun. It is fun. So I I, I think it's one. Of, I, th- I think it's very underrated. I like dr- I, I like dressing uh, Rayman up as an old lady and then playing through the game as the old lady. Yeah, because you've got a sick fetish. Yeah, that's true. I like to dress him up as an old lady while yeah. I dress up as an old lady. Yeah, I know. I feel like I connect with him better. Yeah, you're disgusting. As you dress up as an old man. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Okay, now I'm going to talk about what I've been playing, Graham. Okay, you're done. Good. Um, yeah, you do. That. I got. Sonic the Hedgehog on the Xbox 360 in this week. Oh, good. And I've been playing it uh, quite a bit today. And I gotta say that I'm actually having quite a bit of fun with this game. I'm, I am I went in with uh, a low expectations because I've just heard so many bad things um, about it from so many people. Um, but honestly, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be, I gotta say. Um, I have to, you know, have to say that the loading times, like most people have said, are pretty bad. You know, it, it actually loads for about anywhere from 5 to 10 seconds just for um, an FMV sequence, which is, is kind of, yeah, it's kind Ooh. of embarrassing. An FMV no, no, no seriously, you will, um, yeah, you will be playing, okay, it'll load um, to, to open up a level, and you'll run maybe about 10 feet and meet up with someone, and that will, uh, you know, start up an FMV sequence, and then it will load again for the FMV, and then after the FMV is done, it's going to load again to load back into the level that you're in. So um, anywhere from um, you know five seconds of gameplay, you'll get three loading screens before you can get back into the game. Yeah, and, it's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, really it gets a bad little, design. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, Sonic Team really uh, dropped the ball with the, just just the loading times in the game. I think they needed to um, probably just had a little bit more time with it and just uh, you know. Sh- Tighten it up just a little bit. Um, Graphics-wise, the game's amazing. I think graphics are very, very great in the game. It's a little creepy to see, you know, real, real people or realistic people, I should say, um, in the Sonic universe. <laughs> Something I've never really seen before, and it's just kind of strange to see Sonic interacting with with people because it's just something I never really noticed before. Um, Gameplay-wise, though, when the game is actually, you know, going all out. And uh, you, you get to, um, you know, just blast through the levels as Sonic. It's a ton of fun. I have a lot of fun doing it. And it has a great sense of speed. Um, and, and there's just a lot of fun to be had with that. Um, but having said that, when you start playing as, like, Tails, um, it really slows down a lot. Because, you know, yeah, oh, <laughs> Tails yeah. is very slow. Um, his attack is basically throws rings in this game. It throws, like, a, he throws fake rings. Uh, but when you throw when you throw the rings, it makes the sound of when you get hit. So when you're throwing rings and you're nearby opponents, 
you really can't tell if you're getting hit or if you're just throwing rings because there's rings flying all around you. And it's making the, the sound effect of you getting hit and you're dropping rings. So you really can't tell what the hell's going on at all. And it's just uh, basically just very confusing. Um, so, so yeah. Um, at this point, I'm on the level where I'm having to beat Silver. And he's giving me a lot of problems. And it's really tough. But I got to say, I'm having a lot more fun with it than I thought I was. So... That's how it's going. Yeah. So that's good. There we go. I think, um, yeah, I, I don't yeah. really know what the average review scores were for it. I know it was like probably like the the five or six range. Um, but yeah, so I'm having more fun, uh, with it than the reviews that I read, um, said I would. That's what I'll say. Yeah. That's so, good. Then. Nathan, what have you been playing? I haven't really been playing anything because school's been keeping me so busy, but. I've got some games lined up that I want to play. What's that? Um, I bought uh, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess well, for the GameCube recently. I was going to try and start that up when I had time. I don't GameCube? have a Wii, so... What? I would I would say that oh, okay. I would probably yeah. rather play it on the GameCube than the Wii. Yeah, because I don't want to use the dumb... Oh, whatever. Why would because I want to wag the thing and swing the sword? It's stupid as hell. I think the, Wii, the Wii's controller, oh, or the, the interface on on the on Zelda just seems so tacked on. It, it just was. didn't seem to flow very well at it's all. It's very obvious. The, using, the, using the bow and arrow with the Wii controller is ten times easier uh, than I, using I, I the would bloody controller. I would with that. Well, no, I'm sorry. Jew. I just think that um, I mean, it was developed for the GameCube in mind, and then they they ported it to the Wii. Yep. Um, and I just um think that it would it would probably have been better played on on the GameCube. I haven't played on the GameCube, but having played you know quite a bit on I I owned it for a while and I played a lot of it, and I just have to say that I think that uh, or I thought that it would have been better um, played on a traditional uh, joystick. Well, when I was playing on the when I with my Wii version, I found the controls completely natural. So that's because you're English. I can imagine playing with a controller. Yep, you like yeah. bad movies, Graham. That's right. <laughs> I like good <laughs> movies, bitch. Testy, testy. Okay, so okay. I hope you have you have you bought the game yet though? Yeah, I have it. it. I, I already have it. I was gonna play it today, except then we spent like five hours talking before actually recording, and now I don't have any time to play tonight okay this okay now we, we we're done with what we've been playing we have a new feature that nathan's going to talk a little bit about okay the new feature is the good the bad and the other thing basically <laughs> <laughs> i almost said ugly i'm tired yeah okay well basically what this is, is we're going to take three interesting news topics from the week um in the world of video games not necessarily sega but video games in general. One good news item, one bad news item, and then one other news item, which could be something random or bizarre or stupid. I don't know. Whatever's up this week. Three interesting news stories. Oh, my throat's going out. I hate you guys. Drink some water. I don't have any. (laughs) Anyways. um, Drink some beer. Okay, so for this week, we've got the good. And the good is that the ESRB rated Shining Force for the Nintendo Wii, and the rating went up on the website, and that's how people found Woo-hoo! out. Woohoo! I'm ha- I'm so happy for this. This is something I've been asking for for so long. Thank you, Sega. Finally, Hell something yeah. worth buying on the Virtual Console that's put out by Sega. Finally. Well, 
just yeah, not to get our listeners' hopes up, but this doesn't mean it's coming anytime soon or that it has a date. It just means that it's been rated. So who knows That's when true. we'll actually see it, but hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, hopefully like next week. Yeah, right. Any yeah. okay, and no, I'm so excited. Okay, I'll I'll talk just a All little right, bit. All right, go about ahead. This. Um, you know I'm very passionate about uh, Sega and the Virtual Console. Um, but I will say that I'm I'm just so happy that Sega is finally putting out a little bit more games um, that aren't available on other compilations that 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 we can get because. I think uh, the Virtual Console is just a, a, a very unique opportunity for for these developers um, to put out classic games that are so beloved, you know, from way back when, and and they it uh, allows younger gamers to experience these games that you know, and, and they 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 probably would never have the chance to do that. Um, if you know, having to go back to these old consoles, because I'll tell you, I, I seriously doubt the, the young gamers coming up today are going to go back and play Sega Genesis titles. Well, They're so that's a good point of debate. Do you think any of these younger gamers are actually buying virtual console games, or do you think it's just us old farts buying them because we remembered how awesome they were? Well, that's a good question. I, I hope that I, I hope that these young gamers are because. Um, this, these games are basically where genres were created, you know? I yeah. mean, if, if they didn't go back and, I mean, these are the classic games. I mean, if you go back, I mean, in any kind of art form, there's, you know, there's genre, um, creating, you know, series that were created in every art form and within the video game, you know, art form, these are the games that were, you know, that spawned. Um, a lot of the games that we're experiencing today. So if you go back and play these games, um, you know these are these are the games that started it all. Shining Force was uh, was one of the the original uh, console you know tactical RPG games, turn based, and, and and that's where I started playing these games. That was on the Sega Genesis, and that's where you know I kind of got my you know wet my ears on these games. So. Um, this is something that I've just been waiting for for a long time. Shining Force is one of my all-time favorite RPGs, and uh, I definitely will be laying down six or, or eight bucks for this game when it comes out. Hooray! <laughs> yes, I'm happy. I'm a happy Sega nerd today. Okay, good. Well, yep. the bad news that we have this week is the whole uh, Manhunt 2 fiasco where yeah it got banned in the uk and then the esrb rated it adults only in the u.s effectively banning it in the u.s on yep all platforms it sucks yeah because sony and nintendo they their policy is that they will not allow um adult only games on their systems yeah so. and, and wait, wait wait a second that's the thing um what really? was that um what was it bmx triple x wasn't that an adult only game no that got immature no, that got immature. No? Yeah. Are you serious? That had like that had, like yeah, video. It, it, actually, it videos had videos of like had, um, inside like, extras, like uh, you know strip clubs in it. No, I think um, I yeah. think technically the well, only game that was ever on sale in the U.S. that was rated adults only was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which was rated that retroactively after it had already gone on sale. Wow. Even the guy game, was that only mature? Yeah, that was only mature. What about um, Legend uh, Sweet Larry? There was an uncut version of it, I think, released for PCs, but that well, was also... Well, also, um, 
Leader Shoot Larry games mostly were put on um, the PC, which aren't... It's an open uh, platform, so it doesn't matter what it's Exactly. Rated. Yeah. So... Right, okay. I was, I was speaking about right. the... Uh, yeah, I don't those think are rated was, mature. Those were censored. Yeah. Oh, really? they weren't in England. Nothing is in England, though. Uh, I've, I've got the... Yeah, I've, I've got the game is completely oh. uncensored. It's quite <laughs> well, shocking, actually. I don't play crap games. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There's nothing wrong with it. So, okay, so wait, what, what do you guys think about this, though? <laughs> okay, basically, um, the UK has banned it. The e- ESRB has um, basically came down and, and banned it uh, for sale in the US because um, as an adult-only game, it's not going to be put on the P- or, or on the Sony or the Nintendo consoles. Um, is this is this kind of um, a block? Is, is this blocking freedom of expression or, you know, freedom of speech, so to say? Um, by doing this, I mean, if you look at other, if you look at movies, there's by far, I mean, there's so many movies out there that are way more violent than what you're going to be seeing in Manhunt 2, and uh, these movies are rated for, you know, rated R basically for 17 years and up, um, but and adult only is 18 and up, and it's not going to be able to be sold in the UK or in America. So, I mean, how do you guys feel about this? I don't think it's as big a deal as, I mean, it's. It's it's a point of controversy, but I mean, uh, all the whole thing on the internet. I think it's getting a little out of proportion. But the the point that I don't agree with is that the ESRB is a content rating organization only. They shouldn't have the power to basically effectively um, kill a game from ever hitting shelves, which is what the adults only rating is doing. Like yeah. you know, the MPAA they rate movies. They're, they they do pretty much the same thing with the NC-17 rating, which right. is basically box office um, death for any movie that gets <laughs> that. Same thing yeah. with adults only. It can't even go on sale. So I think it's the ESRB overstepping their authority and their power. I don't agree with that. And um, I really, yeah, I mean, they should be doing nothing but rating content, not effectively disallowing a game from ever going on sale. I think I know part of the reason why it might be banned in the UK. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but back when the original Manhunt was released in in the UK, um, this um, kid at school killed another kid, and um, the um, basically the press it leaked out in the press that the kid had been playing Manhunt and stuff, and they started blaming Manhunt for um, is that uh, true? this kid I into a psycho. The and um, yeah, well. Yeah, wait, wait. That, that, yeah, I was going to reveal that, but um, yeah, basically, uh, all these stores and all these big major retail stores basically banned Manhunt. Mo- well, most of them did. There's a few that didn't, but basically, Manhunt was banned throughout like the United Kingdom. And there, but it's actually turned out that is the victim yeah, that had been really? playing Manhunt, and um, his his mum his mum had found that he'd been playing Manhunt, and she for some reason she assumed the um, the killer had been playing Manhunt. But this other killer. Didn't even own a console or anything. He was he, he like, was going to church. The game. So, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, basically the press got it all out of proportion and stuff. They got it everything wrong, and they just made out that the killer had been playing Manhunt just because um, the mum, the mum thought that her son who died. Yeah, basically yeah I, I remember reading about but, that. That pissed me off. Uh, I just think the entire yeah. the whole the whole press <laughs> stereotype that. Um, video games are causing people just to go crazy and start killing people. 
um, in mass is just so silly. Um, we've had violence, violent entertainment in our society for so long. I don't think that just because a new medium comes along that, um, that does the same thing as movies has for years is going to make people go off and start killing people more. Um, if you look at the, um, the PBC productions, um, the, the, uh, documentary they put out, um, just recently, um, which is actually very cool, um, but one of the things they talked about in that is that violence among teens and young people in America has been dropping like each year for the, for a while and um and you know at the same time video game playing you know by those same people has been rising um just as much so there's no you know it shows i think right there it shows that there's no correlation between playing violent video games and violent acts between teens right there um so i i just I don't see what what the big deal is. I think people are just so quick to um, to blame video games because they have violent um, acts within them that uh, that they think that you know just by playing them that they're going to make you crazy, which is just so ridiculous. Uh, I also think yeah. it's the point that it's because video games are the new the new media mm-hmm. on the block. Like it's I mean, historically, if you look at it, it's always the way it happened. The old older, conser- more conservative generation tries to blame all of society's ills and the youth's problems on whatever is around right. and new. Like, way back when, they tried to blame it on Elvis Presley and mm-hmm. rock and roll. Oh my goodness, he's corrupting our youth. And then, later, it was... Um, and uh, black people in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, black people. And then in the <laughs> 90s, black people and rap music. Oh my god, rap music is going to destroy our children. Right. You know, it's just every time something new comes around, it's like, eh. And then finally it gets accepted into the society, and then people realize that they were being a bunch of dumbasses. Okay, having said that, when do you think violent video games is going to be an acceptable form of entertainment within our society? Um, I don't think it's so much as um, violent video games being singled out here as it is video games in general. So. Okay. I think video games will be ex- become more accepted as um, a viable form of entertainment, I guess, once um, this entire generation of stuffy politicians and stuff dies out. <laughs> that would be a good thing. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, like, it's basically a whole bunch of Democrats that like to fight against video games. Like uh, Leland Yee, some senator from California... And uh, I think the Republicans, Hillary Clinton, too, isn't, isn't um, Joe yeah. Lieberman. They're mostly all Democrats. In fact, yeah, pretty much every single yeah. anti-video game legislation you see is being backed by a Democrat. Which That's is why strange. I'm Taliban in '08. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> you do that, terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, the bad, and the other thing. The other thing for this week is um, Microsoft paid $50 million to take two for Grand Theft Auto 4 downloadable content on the uh, wow. on the Xbox Series So That's a lot of yeah, money. The, all the downloadable content, the extra scenarios and stuff on GTA 4 is going to be exclusive to the Xbox 360. And it only costs $50 million. <laughs> that's, in, that's insane. Do you think they're ever going to... $50 million, that's a lot of money. Do you think uh, Microsoft is ever going to see this money again? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, even making $50 million, that's... I mean, I think that would be good just on a, 
a console release, period. Yeah. Just on a video game release. <laughs> that's ridiculous. You make $50 million. That's a, that's a lot of money. Really? Um, I don't know about that. I think video game revenue is quite whoa. a bit higher than that. No, I, I, but... I think even breaking, I mean, even any kind of profit, you're doing okay because there's quite a bit of games that that lose money. No, because um, yeah. I saw like uh, I saw something where a game I think sold around half a million or maybe less copies, and they said that that was equivalent to about eight million. I think even that. half a million is pretty decent. Into there's so copies? many video games releasing. Yeah, I mean, GTA, think about San Andreas sold how many copies? Like close to fifteen million at last, uh, something like that. Okay, Maybe I'm just more? saying, with the amount of video games being released, I think half a million is a pretty good mark. I think not for GTA. Is... GTA is going to break one million easily. It's going to okay. break five million easily. The point right. is, Microsoft spent fifty million dollars to get um, just exclusive downloadable content for GTA 4, which means that the, the, the that version of GTA 4 is going to be much more appealing to a great number of people over the PlayStation 3 version, right? Because there's not going to be any downloadable content on that. And that is why Microsoft is spending so much money. So they have the better, more complete, more attractive, more comprehensive version of GTA 4. And that should probably equate to um, probably a larger portion of sales. But even if it does not pay off $50 back to Microsoft, it doesn't matter because they've already won image-wise. That's what I was going to say. Do you think Microsoft is willing to take a small hit or even a, a, a you know a moderately sized hit on this just because uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, they're going to say that they had the better GTA game? Yeah, it's all about image here. It's mm-hmm. Microsoft. They've got more money than God. Yeah. <laughs> because if you look, this I think when, you, when this generation is over and done with, I think we're going to look back and the exclusivity is what's going to make these systems between yeah. as far as when you look when you compare the Xbox 360 and PS3 they're so similar into the amount of um, uh, features they give you and the games and the graphics they're all very similar so the ex- exclusive games that you get on these systems is really is what is what going to is what's going to drive gamers to buy one or the other and if Microsoft t- can get the better game like you said the better Grand Theft Auto game uh, it's going to appeal to a wider audience, and it's going to make gamers and the average gamer want to buy that game if if they can get um, a more complete Grand Theft Auto on the Xbox 360 as opposed to the PS3. Yeah, considering how high profile GTA 4 is, I mean it's like the best, one of the best selling game series out there now, and pretty much any GTA game that goes on sale goes on to become the best selling game of that year. Yeah, and it's just yeah. It's def- I definitely agree with you, especially mm-hmm. when uh, you're comparing the 360 versus the PlayStation 3. Um, it's definitely going to be the exclusive features and the exclusive games that are going to make or break um, each of the systems in this upcoming war. Cause, I mean, they're pretty closely, evenly matched right now as far as graphics and power and all that goes. It might, right. it, it might, it might, um, the gap might widen in the future when. Uh, developers begin to utilize the PlayStation 3's um, uh, multi-core processor better, but mm-hmm. for now processor. it's all about for now it's all about the exclusives. <laughs> and if um, Microsoft can pay fifty million dollars just for that, then I mean that's what they're yeah. going to do. And another thing that um, I think we're forgetting to mention, though, is this helps take two uh, immensely in their ongoing financial yeah. problems. This is uh, fifty million dollars in you know in uh, 
real money that they can put towards all their deficits that they're facing right now. Free so revenue. This is, exactly. This is immediate uh, revenue for them. It's going to be able to um, help them out quite a bit in, you know, in getting um, the credit hounds off their back, so to speak. So honestly, I mean, this just seems like a win-win situation for Microsoft and Take-Two. And it seems like Sony is kind of left out in the cold, you know, in the rain, just crying by themselves. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because, you know, I think, like we said, even if Microsoft doesn't make all this money back, in the end, they, in the end, they still might be the ones smiling and, and laughing about it because uh, they'll be the ones to say that they got the better version of GTA. I just, I just hope the downloadable content's worth it. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, is that while Microsoft and Take-Two might be the winners... Um, it could be very easily that we, the consumers, could be the losers in this because if we don't get, you know, if, if or if these um, expansions or downloadable content is fifteen to thirty dollars a piece, and it doesn't add that much into it, is it really even worth it to begin with? Um, unless it's some some real meaty um, expansions. I mean, is it something that gamers are really going to want? I mean, well, unless it just. I think so far Microsoft have been very good with their pricing on the Xbox Live uh, on the Xbox Live downloads so far. I mean, like with, yeah. with Oblivion stuff, they've had like a couple of small crappy ones. Which, horse armor. Yeah, the horse arm, horse armor was a big incident. I think they actually learned their lesson from that and stuff. But most yeah, most of the think, big downloads, yeah. like the Shivering Isle downloads, they're the only ones that actually cost a lot of money. Like it cost like yeah. twenty or thirty dollars. I agree. Was. Microsoft As has been pretty um, smart about it. After that horse armor thing. Yeah. The one thing that I, I hope we stop seeing is um is video like tips that are downloadable, like for, you know, a couple bucks. What's I that? think uh I think I think Shadowrun has just did that. Basically what they do is they um they release um available videos that show you how to better play the game and you can pay like a dollar fifty to download them. Oh god, that's dumb. That's stuff that should be released within the game itself. You know, it's just that's just tutorials right there. So um I think that is one example of micro transactions um going backwards and I don't know man. If somebody's dumb enough to pay money for that, <laughs> then they don't deserve to keep their money. <laughs> True. But I mean I, I just think that as a consumer even having that on there is is something that's it's well, it's, people uh, pay good. money for like picture packs or whatever the hell. Oh on god, the, right? That makes me so angry. Yeah, so if you're an idiot, I did that for the, a fool and his money are soon parted. You you can get your pictures <laughs> off your PC and put them on your Xbox 360. That's what I did. That's how I've got oh. my background on my Xbox 360. You I don't need you the do picture that. packs. Yeah, so screw that. They're idiots. Yeah. If they want to spend money on that, then fine. I'm glad <laughs> they don't get to keep their money. All right, there was our the good and the the bad and the other things. So uh, there we go. All right, next up's the new stand, yeah. Graham. Take it away. Okay, in case you don't know, um, yesterday it was Sonic's 16th birthday. So uh, yeah, nice. I should say the date. This okay. Okay. Yeah. On the twenty third of June, um, it was Sonic's birthday, and he was born in nineteen ninety one, which right. makes him sixteen. Yeah. So. Wow. Our little guy's old enough to drive. In some places. Yeah. Um, and he's legal in the United uh, States. <laughs> some For all all the um the crazy hint of oh, fans God. out there, they can Did go you wild see the now. Post? Sonic's coming Did out. You see one no, of, God damn it! Don't see say one that. The comments that we had on um. <laughs> on the site about that oh, <laughs> oh no when I, I, when I put up I put up a big um, article of, well not big an article about the 16th birthday and I 
I mentioned about um, how Sonic and Nintendo, who used to hate each other, are now um, lovers, basically, making Sonic and Mario in the future, in the Olympic Games. And um, someone commented about, oh no, you're going to start for like, a huge craze of hentai between Sonic and Mario now. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, someone else wrote something else about that, basically, so it's starting to get... It's starting to go on a bit, but... <laughs> I might actually be kind of yeah, interested well. in that. I, I oh, shut up! <laughs> I'm all a bit curious. No, I hate you guys. Look, I'm going to say this on the record. I hate furries. You hate what? Oh. Graham doesn't know what furries no, I have are. No well, then good. I'm too innocent you for this. better thing. stay ignorant. Okay, right. you can Google that later Yes, on. I will. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, yeah Sonic's um, 16... Um, he was created by, if if you don't know, he was created by Yuji Naka and also um, Naoto Oshima. I think I've pronounced that correctly. He was the character designer. Yeah. Yuji Naka was the main programmer. That's for the, right. Yeah. There we go. You know what? I honestly didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Lots of people, that's, lots of people just credited to Yuji Naka. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly thought that he was the the main guy behind it all. So, Oshima is the guy who actually came up with the character design then. Yeah. Hmm. But Yuji Naka made the games, as it were. Where's this so. guy now? He's probably like working uh, for some like small like fast food chain, like creating some kind of like <laughs> rip off of McDonald's characters today. <laughs> he Poor probably guy. Is, <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Uh, I'm sure he's still working for yeah, whatever. Um, actually, he, he I think he worked. No, never mind. <laughs> 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 I think he's working for Nintendo games now. Oh, is no, right? no, he's not. He works on Yoshi Island, um, Yoshi Island DS, though. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. There you go. <laughs> Graham knows. <laughs> Hell yeah. So okay, anyway, wait, Graham. Um, so how did Sega celebrate? Uh, how did Sega thing? celebrate? Well, um, they had a they had a big thing on PSU, Fantasy Star Universe. They um had um they had like um Sonic statues that you could um we got for free when you logged on on his birthday. And um, oh, lucky a lot of people, a lot of people, um, like went into the lobby and started like um, shouting "Happy Birthday." We've got a video on our site about that now, where some guys went on and videotaped everyone shouting "Happy Birthday." It's like all these people just shouting it and PSU, and it's a bit crazy, but uh, yeah, nice, good stuff. It still shows that Sonic um, fans or, or Sega fans in general are just as crazy as ever. Well, one of my online yeah. friends told me that uh, she uh, there was a. I guess Tails showed up in the game. Somebody, oh. some Sega employee was controlling Tails, and they all followed Tails to Parum, and then Sonic was actually there. No kidding, really? Oh yeah, Sonic made an appearance. And my, okay, see, my this, friend got this some makes me angry. I think. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. This makes me angry because I tried to log on onto Fantasy Star Universe on his birthday, and he wouldn't let me get on. Uh oh. There's something wrong with the network. Maybe there's something wrong with your computer. Oh, shut up! This is my Xbox. What's <laughs> wrong with your Xbox? I don't have the PC, but yeah, maybe there is. Well, basically, for some reason, I couldn't log on on his birthday, and as far as I'm aware, I'm still paying the online fees. So, slightly annoyed about Just it. Go cancel that. I, I wanted, I wanted to join in the party. I want to get in there. I want that Sonic. I wanted statue. to meet Sonic. Yeah, so do I. Come on, who doesn't? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, anything else you want to add about Sonic's birthday? Nope. Nope. Let's nope. go. Okay, let's carry on. Let's get to the big um, news. <clears throat> let's get on to let's get on to real news. Yeah, yeah stuff like. Okay, no one likes to talk about Sonic, but there's a Sonic RPG <laughs> that's been announced. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. Um, Sega <laughs> and um, Sega um, announced that they're making a new game with Bioware. Bioware actually developing it. Um, 
a new Sonic RPG. And um, if you don't know, Bioware are big um, RPG guys who made like um, Star Wars and Knights of the Republic and um, Jade Empire, Baldur's Gate. That's the one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, those ones. They're a big uh, Western cool. RPG developer. They're based yeah. in Canada. Mainly doing stuff on the PC, but also on the Xbox as well. And um, yeah, so there's a bit of a shock announcement with that. They um, it just came out of the blue the other day. Yeah, basically and, out of nowhere. We don't know. Shocked yeah, the hell out of everybody. About the game, really. Yeah, I don't think anyone had any idea this was coming. Yep. No, it's just kind of weird, uh, though, too, is why didn't they just wait till E3 to announce this? Not, maybe they're going to show some media at E3 and they just wanted to get the hype train yeah. rolling. Possibly. And that that's actually kind of, um, it's been kind of, uh, kind of like that. It seems like it's been, um, a lot of developers have been doing that last few years, just go ahead and announcing some of the games that are going to be shown at E3 a few weeks ahead of time. So maybe that's yeah. just what they're doing here. But, um, yeah, what do you guys think? How is this actually going to work as an RPG? Well, we basically know nothing, absolutely nothing of the game so far, so it's all speculation so what, what far. Do you think? What do you think, though? I don't know what to How think. <laughs> Do you think it works like a Final Fantasy kind of um, turn-based RPG, or uh, a more of a, a full real-time action kind of? I thing? would hope more action because that's closer to what Sonic is. But I really don't know how an RPG Sonic would work as an RPG. I'll have to I think s- I'll have to wait to see before I form an opinion. Yeah, I think um, just looking at some of the past Bioware RPGs, though, I mean, it seems like they like to do the action RPG kind of thing um, with. The Kotor and the Jade Empire—they're both running off the same engine. Um, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see if maybe they can do something similar with the Sonic RPG because I think if you're going to make a Sonic game, you have to integrate what makes Sonic Sonic into that RPG. Um, they Nintendo and Square were successfully um, able to do that in the Mario RPG. Um, so you're gonna. I think if if Sega is gonna be successful in this, you're gonna have to do the same thing with the Sonic RPG. Um, and I think the only way to really do that is to make it an action RPG, to where you can actually move around and yeah. uh, and and t- make use of Sonic's speed um, within the game. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm still yeah. just very very skeptical of the whole thing. Cause, eh. Even as an action I, RPG, so- it'd just be like what the your attacks and stuff would still be all stat based. That'd be stupid. Well, what what I'm imagining right now is something similar to like maybe Oblivion and Morrowind. We got a big open world, and Sonic can like build up like um, build up certain stats and stuff, as you say. But um, all the fighting will be completely real time, and like if you want to run past an enemy, you can do or whatever. And like maybe he's got like um, items you can pick up, like in the like in Sonic Adventure and Sonic 06 and stuff. He picks up extra special items that make him a bit more powerful. Maybe they're going to have more emphasis on that to make him. Have new um, special moves. And yeah, stuff. if they have random battles, that's, that's what I imagine. Nail this game. No, yeah, don't have random battles. I think the RPG genre has moved past random battles. Tell that to Japan. Ho ho. Oh god. <laughs> I, I I just think random battles are so s- such a thing of the past. I mean, it. it uh, I don't know. It's just something I, I personally back, back in the 32-bit day, random battles were good, but now. Not yeah, so I'm just really, really so skeptical. I'll wait till I see some, or we learn some actual details about this. But just to remind yeah. everybody, Bioware's next game, Mass Effect, is coming out this fall for the Xbox 360. And it looks so, amazing. Oh, yeah. I th- yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know too much about it. I'm not that interested in it, but yeah. Ooh. It's supposed to be a pretty big deal. I'm, I'm torn. Yeah. 
I think it looks pretty good, but I don't think it looks amazing. But just um, oh yeah, Sonic RP Sonic RPG is being exclusively made for the Nintendo yeah. DS. Right. That's that's pretty much yeah, all we know, except for a 2008 yeah, release. So. Hopefully, it also doesn't rely too much on Nintendo DS gimmicks, because the last thing we need is a Sonic RPG where you have to draw across enemies to damage them. I, w- I would be happy if it kept that to a minimum, even. if, if Even if it was just... If it used the bottom screen just for... Um, um, even just using... Uh, or just selecting, uh, like, weapons and just doing, like, uh, you know... Um, just different kind of um, equipment-based oh, items. Don't say you know that. What I mean? You just said weapons. I don't... Uh, Sonic <laughs> using weapons. I'm just thinking more of as, like, you know, just in the R- RPG genre. I'm just saying, it, even if it was... If it just mainly was... Um, was in use just for um, selecting equipment and, and, and even in the item um, menu screen, um, I would be happy if it didn't even make use of the touchscreen, you know, so much into the gameplay at least. You know, I agree. I so. yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Uh, one th- one to look out yeah. for definitely. Hopefully, we'll learn more soon uh, when E3 rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> more Sonic news. Um, Sonic Rivals 2 has um, been announced for the PSP. Um, a bit more of the older Sonic Rivals game, I guess. I've, I've never actually played the original Sonic Rivals, so I know nothing about the game. I played a little bit of it. Um, yeah, what's it like? Cause from what from uh, from videos and screenshots I've seen, Sonic Rivals looked to me to be a 3D um, Sonic game no, on the PSP. Was, but I recently heard yeah, this 2D. 2D. The graphics were all 3D, but it was I guess what people call two and a half D. 2.5D because it plays on a 2D plane with 3D representation, but there's also some 3D elements sometimes. Right. Is it a bit like Bug? Kind of like that, I guess. But I mean, not. Yeah. Or pa- Pandemonium. Do you ever play that no, on PlayStation? Play that. Or yeah, I think that's more okay. in line that... with what it's like, Graham. Right. Okay. Yep. But it kind of huh. played like an old school classics on a game, just with the whole rivals element. You're always racing somebody. So that was a little annoying, because you couldn't explore the levels or anything, but they say in the sequel there's going to be a free mode where you don't have to do that. You don't have to I heard people. I heard the main, the, the, the biggest gripe and, and the biggest downfall in the original Sonic Rivals was basically it was all in memorizing the track, because it just moved so fast that once you were able to, um, to memorize when there was a jump and when there was this and that, you were able to just breeze through the levels. Um, yeah, I can see that being a complaint. But so. like they, a lot of the things that they mentioned in the press release, like that they were changing for the sequel, like they all seem to be good improvements. Like they actually thought through what needs to be fixed. And Sonic uh-huh. Rivals wasn't a bad game; it just wasn't that good. But okay. it definitely was not a bad game. Yeah. So as long as they're improving things in the sequel, I mean, um, that's something to look forward. It could be a decent Sonic game. Right. Uh, when you said it was a bad. Uh, it would be a complaint that uh, memorizing the level and stuff is it a complaint that because you memorize the levels the levels become too easy or that you have to memorize the levels to actually it, get past I them, think it might have been more the, the second because you're always racing somebody so you have to know where to go but exactly might not be as much of an issue in this most game. Sonic pretty much all 2D Sonic games are like that though You when you first play the game you don't really know the levels yeah, you die it, a lot more but when you once you learn the levels you can the, go really the, fast yeah the point is really that really the whole quickly. rivals thing it discouraged um, exploration you had to keep moving to beat the other guy otherwise you lose so right, okay. but okay. they say in this one there's going to be a mode where you don't have to race people so you can take the time to explore the stages okay they also said that the, there's going to be new multiplayer modes and you only need one copy of the game to play it on two PSPs 
That's so always that's, cool. that's pretty good. Do they do that with a lot of PSP games yeah. or not? I, they only I think, one disc. I'm not sure. I think a lot of PSP multiplayer games actually require two copies now. Yeah, that that's what I thought. Because I know on the DS they actually have a lot of games on the DS which you only need yeah. one cart with. But um, or you can have one cart, but if you have more than one cart, you open up yeah, more yeah. options I, yeah. and stuff. But I've never seen that with a PSP before. But I don't, I've only just got a PSP recently. Yeah, I'm, so not, I'm not sure, sure either. Actually, I don't play too many games on the PSP. <laughs> I've I honestly I've the only well. game I've ever played multiplayer like um um just uh a, I guess ad hoc um with is uh Twisted Metal with my brother. Other than that, I've never even been near someone else with a PSP playing at the same time. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, yep. Should we move on? Yep, okay, next up is um not Sonic. Um it's um, more Sega Rally info has just been released. Um Shown uh, they've got more screens up about for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, and there's also talk that there might be a new downloadable demo on the both the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 um, downloadable services. Um, so far, from what we know, um, it's not it's not been completely confirmed, but it's what G- Guy Wilday, the boss of um, Sega Racing Studios, basically said that they're really interested in trying to get it up there. They've just got to work out how, the best way to do it and if they can do it possibly. Well, that'd be cool. So hopefully before it hopefully before it comes out there will be a demo on live for us to uh, download yeah. and play. When the, the big news I think it's September. I'm not sure. Um, I can't, I can't the, the big news that I heard this week yeah. about this, and I don't think I even talked to you guys really much about it, is that um, the tracks are supposed to they're supposed to have deformable tracks within the game that actually will alter gameplay. Um, Motorstorm on the PS3 had this, but it didn't actually affect the gameplay at all. Like the tracks themselves, um, as you p- drove through them, they you know gradually got worse and worse. But um, you know it didn't really affect the way your car um, handled on on the track. But with Sega Rally, um, that's not going to be the case. Once you you know once the track has a lot of mud on it, and once it has like a lot of potholes or you know or you know what whatever. Um, it's actually going to affect the way your car maneuvers on that track. So I think that's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, it's going to just be a, a big innovation in in the um, you know car racing genre, in my opinion. Did you just say that you'd only heard that this week? Sorry. Yeah, I think uh, I only read about it just recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I I read that. Oh, was that right? Ago. I just <laughs> yeah, that that was, that was actually revealed oh, yeah. a long time ago. Oh, wasn't it yeah. announced recently I heard that? that um, there's going to be a PSP version also. Like I think that was just yes. a couple of weeks ago. Yes, that that was mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting ago. though to see if that's going to sh- if that if the don- deformable tracks is is going to be able to show up in the PSP version. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to. Because yeah. I, um, I I would imagine that that's going to be like a a big strain just on the processor to be able to keep up with all that stuff. But. Yeah, I think the PSP version is going to be very well, strict. The thing is how you know Sony opened up you know the um, the processor you know in the PSP to 330 megahertz. It'll be interesting to see if Sega can take advantage of that. Oh so man, we'll 100 more megahertz! <laughs> God. Hey, I'm telling you, that's that's a big deal in those handheld games, man. Especially when like you know Game Gear was dealing with like oh. 15 megahertz or something like that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Those, are the Those days. megahertz count. That's when handhelds were really handhelds. Oh God, yep. It's so much of a difference. Well, no, I don't think 100 megahertz is enough to um, push it to have all the deformable well, tracks and stuff. Personally. That's um, assuming oh. that it can't even do it on the PSP to begin with. It I'm going to tell you, 
I, I liken this to when Red Faction had uh, um, the environments that you're actually able to blow up and alter the environments in, in the first-person shooter genre. I think this is similar, very similar to that, and it made for some very exciting gameplay, um, uh, you know, uh, um, variables in the game. So, because in in Red Faction, you could actually like, you know, get a rocket launcher, blow a hole in the ground, and duck in that, and it would make a huge hole. You can go in that hole and duck in, and it would just kind of, um, you can use it for cover and stuff wow. like that. And that was, you know, way back on the PS2, early days of the PS2. Um, so I think this is, you know, so, the similar kind of in, innovation in uh, the you know the car racing genre so we'll see how it works i'm excited for it and it, this is you know in my opinion this is again just showing sega um being an innovative developer you know going off and doing something different that you know someone else has not done before so and I'm I, I don't glad think that um they're using their a good i don't know a well-known series i guess that they uh yeah bringing it back when was the last sega rally game there's on the, there's one on PlayStation Two. Two thousand six. Is that what it was called? Sega Rally two thousand six. Was that any good? I don't know when it. Was, I don't know when it was released. I was I just playing. Uh, I was just playing Sega Rally on my Engage this weekend. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Engage. How's that? Not good. Yeah, I love my. I love my <laughs> Engage. Though, I don't hate. You have an yeah, Engage. I, I I am one of the biggest Engage fans of all time. I happen to be. I love my engage. Something wrong with you. Don't hate. <laughs> okay, there goes yeah, our newsstand. Um, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Oh, there's one. There's one okay. other thing I just wanted to bring up about that. If if Hurry that's up. okay. Um, with if if Sega do release a downloadable demo, do you think that's going to be good for the game or bad? Because there's been some previous games that have been released on Xbox Live and stuff, and it's actually put more gamers off than it has. Um, well, I think um, as far as demos go, it's always good for the consumer because it gives you a chance to to, to play the game, um, and and to really make a well informed decision on whether it's a game you want to spend your money on. Because in today's well, you know in today's video game industry, uh, spending sixty dollars on a game that's extremely expensive. So that's a big decision you know for the average consumer. Um, you, you say you say it gives you a well-informed decision, but because it's a demo, it's going to be very stripped well, down. Like, um, for for example, Saints Row, that was terribly stripped down. The demo was pretty bad. Well, that's up to the, the developers then to make an accurate representation of what exactly. their game is in the demo. I can't think of any well, time or any um, instance where um, a demo ended up hurting what was a good game. Well, I think Saints Row it did, and also some people talk about um, Lost Planet how. Sales were lower than expected. Well, I don't think you can blame that on the demo. The demo. Well, the the demos when they're released, they didn't show really what well, the game I, yeah, was like about. Yeah, like what Nathan said, that's a and fault that, of that the developer the not being able to accurately represent the game to the consumer. So if if they put out a crappy demo and the game's not you know and and it's a good game, then that's on the developer. You know, that's on them. They should have they should have spent the extra time to ensure that their demo was a you know was a good demo. Well, an example uh, for Saints Row is another example. Um, if you try trying to release it as a demo, it's pretty hard simply because um because it's a big open world game. You can't really have a demo which is like the whole world because the world is completely open. So they had to cut it back down, and that's the only way they could really do the demo. So 
sometimes it's not always the developers fault exactly cause, uh, I don't know I, I don't think there's, there's really um, a cap on what a developer can put into a demo because I've seen some Xbox 360 demos um, near like 300 megabytes and even some over well over 1 gigabyte so um, I don't think there's any space restrictions on that Microsoft imposes um, so it's just interesting I don't know what you know I really don't know what to say because I, I, I don't think there's really any um, restriction that Microsoft imposes on the developers to put, um, you know, when, when they're putting out a demo. Yeah, I honestly don't think that a demo can ever be a bad thing, unless your game sucks to begin with. Well, then, in that case, fuck you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay, yep. fair enough. Okay. We'll All right, Nathan. Along. Okay, oh yeah, I'm up. All right. Um, we're going to go to the quiz now, where I finally get my turn to ask... Chris and Graham, five questions. Yeah. yeah. And it's my turn. <laughs> and Graham, I just you're finally <laughs> able to answer some questions now. Uh, no, I'm it's gonna, my yeah. turn. I haven't answered any questions yeah, yeah. yet. I'm the one. Wait, what are you talking about? You oh, answered right. my Wait, questions. We've, we've no, all no, had both turn so far. We've it's both answered questions. questions. That's what's <laughs> there. We go. Okay, Dumbasses. That's yeah, right. You've been drinking too much. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to yes. point this out before I start that this is going to be the last time we're going to do the quiz. This oh, is our last I don't quiz know. segment. No, I think this is it true. can be back by popular demand. People love this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, okay. Well, if we get a huge, um, okay, I'll say this: if we get a huge backlash and we get a ton of comments saying that they want the quiz back, then we'll keep it. But if not, then we won't because okay. I don't like thinking up questions. You got that? Got, Hear I'm that, listeners? If you want the accounts. quiz to say, leave comments. There you go. Fair <laughs> enough. Alright. Okay. And uh, we'll uh, we'll explain what we're going to replace it with after we yes. uh, after I ask my questions. So here we go. Um, Alright, my first question for you two is um, okay. Dr. Robotnik was designed after U.S. President Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> I'm going to go for false. I'll say false also. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm going to write down your answer. Do that, so yeah, because last time get, we yes. like last screwed time. up. Unlike the other time. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, false. Graham, false. Okay. Next question. This is also a Sonic-related question. Actually, four out of five are Sonic-related. All right. Okay, we'll do all the Sonic questions first. So... Um, there are three main people credited, or most often credited, with the creation of the Sonic the Hedgehog game, the original game, uh, like we were discussing earlier. Yuji <laughs> Naka was the programmer, Naoto Oshima was the character designer, and Hirokazu Yasuhara was the um, game planner and level designer. <laughs> oh my god. So these are the three main people. Did you work with Graham um, to come up with these questions? <laughs> Dude. I I run the GHZ, the Sonic so website. So what was the name of the third guy? I've already forgotten. Hiro Hiro Kazu Yasu. Give me about five seconds. Let me look this up on Google. Kidding. Who <laughs> <laughs> you? Why are you I'm looking kidding, this I'm up? Not. Um. All right. Wow. I honestly have no idea. I'll say true. Okay. No. Wait. I'm not saying that. This <laughs> is true. Question, this yeah. is true. I'm not. This isn't a question. Okay. This is true. Okay. <laughs> All these these three guys are the right. most responsible people for Sonic yeah. Hedgehog's creation. No, screw you. That's not the question. All right, here's the question now. Out of these three people, none of them are now working at Sega. True or false? Ooh. 
Oh, oh my oh, god. Wow. Um, oh, no. I, I know Yuji, Yuji Naka's in Pro. And we just talked about um, the other guy who might be possibly working for Nintendo now, Oshima. Oh, wow. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's... Um, hold on, what... I'll say what was, the, what was the question again? Say the question again, just so I can say that all of them aren't um, working. Out of these at three Sega people, anymore. all of them are not working at Sega anymore. I'd say true, so they're not working at Sega. I'll say false. Okay. okay. I think the last guy's working, probably in uh, in in the basement somewhere, like cleaning stuff up. <sighs> all right, and my next question here. Okay, this is the third question. Yep. Right. And uh, okay, the question is: the rapper in Knuckles' theme song from Sonic Adventure. Is the same rapper that voices um, Parappa the Rapper in Sony's um, series of musical games, and we've prepared um, clips from both songs that you can compare the voices. Uh, see if which, which one's this one? Okay, uh, first up, Knuckles. We'll go for the um, the Knuckles okay. one. You first, the Sonic one. Why do I not remember wait, that song? Wait, what version was this um, one? That was Sonic Adventure 1. Okay, Sonic Adventure. Okay, alright. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember that at it all. It was his theme song. It only played like um, during his credits and whenever he showed up. I don't remember that either, but okay. You guys have terrible memories. Alright, the next... That's like... <laughs> I've played that game all the time. It's some of my favorite Sonic games. How oh can God. you not remember okay, the anyway. theme songs? Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> the next one is from Parappa the Rapper. And there's going to be two rapping voices in this. Parappa the Rapper is the higher-pitched one, and he will be the one repeating right. um, words after yeah. the other guy. Just so okay. you know. Okay. Here we go. Oh, I love this song. Kick! Punch! was the high-pitched huh. guy. Right. So the question is, again, um, the rapper in Knuckles' theme from Sonic Adventure is the same rapper that voices Parappa the Rapper, true false. or false? From listening to him, I'm going to say, f- I think, false, but I think it could be a true question as well. I say false, ah. it's false. It's not Damn true. it! Alright, so both of you say... Okay, I'm going to go, go for false. Okay, false, false yeah. for both of you. Alright. Um, okay... Fourth question, the last Sonic-related question we have here. Um, Tails' real name is a pun. True or false? True. Alright, Chris, true, Graham. Um, oh, I don't think I actually understand the question fully. Tails', Tails you know, Sonic's sidekick? His name yeah. is a pun. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go for true. <laughs> you just say it because I did. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, All right. last okay. question. The Sega CDX um, is a combination Genesis, Sega CD, and 32X. Uh, <laughs> trying to think if the 32X was able to play Genesis games. I'll say... F- I don't think it was. I I know it played uh, 32X and Sega CD games. I think it was not able to play Genesis games. So, I, so I'll say false. I'll say it was only able to play 32X and, Gen- and Sega CD games. Oh my god! It was. Uh, I'll I'll go the opposite. I'll go the opposite. It was called the Multi Mega in Europe. I don't even remember this thing at all, but uh, yeah, I'll go for the opposite of Chris. Okay, so you're going to say true? Yeah. Alright. Okay, those are our <sighs> questions, and we're done. So, right. here are the answers. <clears throat> uh, the first question we had was, Dr. Robotnik was designed after U.S. President Teddy Roosevelt. Both of you guys said false. Um, the answer is actually true. <sighs> the original design of Eggman... <laughs> Is a parody of Teddy Roosevelt, direct parody. Um, I can see it, but I just mustache. thought that it was just something crazy that you made up. I don't even know what Teddy Roosevelt looks like. So. What you get for Jesus. being a dirty Brit. Yeah, I always thought that Robotnik was um, like meant to be to piss take on Mario. So he's all like on the dungarees and stuff. <laughs> no, he doesn't wear dungarees. He's like, is he? Did he does? <laughs> no. No. So, like, he's got those big black dungaree things on. No. Alright, you're both wrong. Okay. Wrong! Dang it. Alright. Second question was, out of the three people that are um, uh, most credited for the creation of the original Sonic the Hedgehog game, Yuji Naka, programmer, Naoto Oshima, character designer, and Hirokazu Yasuhara, game planner and level designer. None of them are still working at Sega. Oof. The answer is True. None of them are at Sega anymore. Yuji Naka formed Prope in May of 2006. Naoto Oshima, he uh, left after Sonic Adventure and joined Artoon. The company Artoon went on to develop games like Pinobi, Blinks, and more recently Yoshi's um, Yoshi games for Nintendo. Okay, I'm uh, 0 for 2. Hirokazu Yasuhara left Sonic Team after Sonic & Knuckles where he went to go work at Sega of America. And then he ended up leaving Sega in 2002 and uh, went to go work at Naughty Dog, famous for Crash Bandicoot and Jack and Daxter. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm 0 for 2 right now. Graham's okay. 1 and 1, so dang it. Yeah, Graham got that. Damn All right, that. third question. The rapper in Knuckles' theme from Sonic Adventure is the same rapper that voices Parappa the Rapper. Which we heard clips from, and the answer is true. Oh They're no! Both voiced ah! by John Dreadfox oh Simpson gosh. the Third. I've not got one right. I'm terrible. Who? <laughs> You're both I wrong. Fail. I wrong. Fail. All right. <laughs> the fourth question we have here is Tails' name is a pun, and the answer is true. Tails' real name is Miles Prower. Miles Prower. Miles per yep. hour. <laughs> so you both got that one right, although Graham was obviously just guessing. <laughs> so you got lucky. Hell yeah! <laughs> you you just wow! I never actually really. Are you I serious? never tweaked that. Oh together. my god! You didn't Miles, know that. Miles per hour. 
No, I never tweaked. I knew it was miles well, per hour, but they do I go never by tweaked it as miles per, per hour. hour. Oh my god! So. Oh yeah, that's right. No, You're we, British. We, we maybe he, maybe if it was kilometer, <laughs> maybe that was the name. Mile. What? Wait, you you go by miles per hour? Yeah, we go by miles per. We go by I miles. Y'all went, I thought you were using a metric system. Yeah. What the hell? All our cars and all our like signposts say miles. Are you miles serious? What about on your car inside yes! your car, like on the dash? It doesn't have kilometers. It says my. It says miles per hour. It's it's got more, it's got what? Canada goes by kilometers, don't they? Why the hell? Yeah, do you Canada use miles? does go by kilometers. We're like three thousand miles away from Canada. But Jesus Canada Christ. was a British Commonwealth. So we don't control them. Yeah, but I thought you guys used the metric system. What the hell? You now you. That that that. They've got a lot of French people over there. French people. Well, now that's even less excuse for you. You know about miles per hour. (laughs) That is strange. (laughs) I think this is just a big practical Uh, joke that Graham's playing on. Yeah, I think you're lying. I'm gonna have to verify this with other British people. (laughs) Oh my god! I'm gonna have to go talk to my resident expert named Wikipedia. Are you guys measuring? Find this out. Then you guys normally no. measure in um, kilometers, though. No, we use miles. You don't. How? Ca- oh, there's a joke in The Simpsons about they say something in mile and um, a length in miles, and Homer goes, "Oh yeah," and then Lisa says, uh, "That's so many kilometers." And Homer's like, "Oh my god!" Like Homer understands kilometers. I, right I think now. it's more oh, of a no, joke on the fact mind, that the metric system is stupid. He's, no, it's probably just a joke that Homer is stupid and kilometers. Anytime you equate that, it'd be a much. You know, better. I heard though that like a long time ago that we were actually very, very close to converting to the metric system. Like we had like stuff like already like printed up and um, all this other stuff. I heard that back like when I was still in school. Well, yeah, wow. such a crazy, crazy world. Okay, okay, is that it then? Last, it, do we have one more? No, last question. Sega CDX. I hope you guys are keeping score. I've had one. Them. I've only had one right. I've Graham, you've got, got two. two. Alright. Yeah. Okay, on. last question. Here we go. The Sega CDX Multi Mega in Europe is a combination Genesis, Sega CD, and oh. 2X. Chris answered false. Graham answered what? true. What? The answer is. False. No! There was no 32X, but Chris, you were Wait, wrong. Wait, what? That's not it's true. A com- it's, a com- it's a combination Sega Genesis and Sega CD. And not a 32x, <laughs> but Chris wow. got it right because <laughs> he said false. That's not true. That's this no. Look it up. <laughs> you no. got it right, Chris. Yeah, you got it right. What? Look it up. I will. I'm actually upset at this. This is a, a travesty. <laughs> what? That you don't know your Sega knowledge? That you got outsmarted by me? No, outsmarting me. I- I'm the resident Sega no, expert you know, because you guys are both because you asked a bunch of very questions obscure for... questions that oh, no one me. in their right mind would know. My questions were kick-ass, and this is the way to kill the quiz segment because my questions were so hard. <laughs> I think Graham did a good job of that last time. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it, Nathan. <laughs> Whatever. My question. My questions are so okay. good. All right. So okay. Okay. You got you got the last laugh on us this time, Asian boy. So yeah, that's right. I'm right. Uh, yeah. Eat next your words. So, <laughs> no, yeah. next time we're not bringing the quiz back. Remember, <laughs> unless the readers or listeners I think want. We are. <laughs> Let's keep come these on, things on, rolling, listeners. Graham. I no, think we got a, a, the new segment. And if this is a, a new a, yeah, quiz, this, if this one's new or if this one's uh, more popular, we'll, uh, we'll we'll put this one in there. So permanent yep. replacement. 
Well, so this yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Go. This one, then? Take it away. Oh my god! Whoa, scary. Okay. Um, new quiz that we should be having is called Name That Sega Tune. Where basically we um we play a, a brief clip of a game that's on a, been previously released on a Sega system or made by Sega, and um we play like a short like ten minute ten second clip and you guys just have to basically guess what that what game it's is from right yeah bonus points if you can name the track <laughs> uh, yeah and um are, are we yes. giving prizes away with this one yes that, yeah that's the exciting thing about this you guys can actually you guys listening at home you guys can Which, actually what win are they winning this, this week Graham this week they should be winning um, yes. a copy of Crush brand new sealed for the PSP and possibly excellent possibly game. it yes. could get even better but we're not going to talk about that yet it, it po- there, there's a pot. No, no, I'm saying this copy of Crush. If if some things <laughs> go right, we're not going to talk too much about it. It could it could be even more uh, better for you. <laughs> if things go right, so we won't we won't talk too much about um, it. But there's a possibility you could get a very very special copy of Crush that I guarantee none of your friends will have. Isn't that right? Oh damn! So, yes. Now I'm uh, jealous. I want yeah. that copy. So here we go. All right, and the thing is, you're gonna have to guess the what game this um, sound clip is from, and then email it to contest at seganerds.com. Email your answer there, and then if you get it right, then you'll be entered into a drawing to win this game. Yep. So make sure to get your answers yep. in right after you listen to this. That's right. Okay. You ready? Ready. That's all you get. Alright, so make sure to email your answers to contest at seganerds.com. Win a free coffee of I think we could probably put a link up to that on the um, notes though, yeah? Just Yeah, we'll definitely put yep, that on the Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So there you go. There you go. What is that tune? You name it, right. you could win. It's the new contest. Oh man. Yes. Games. You can't get anything better than that. That's that's how we roll at Sega Nerds. We we give oh, yeah. our readers we give our readers the goods. Okay, we've got a bit of site news, guys. Um, we've um, basically we set up um, a couple of MySpace accounts to help um, promote the site a little bit more and also to help promote the Nerdcast. We've got um, one MySpace account dedicated to our our main site and also one for the Nerdcast specifically. And on the Nerdcast one, we have. Um, we have clips and stuff of, of previous nerdcasts and the current nerdcasts and um, show notes and stuff that we have up. And also for the the one for the main site, we're going to have um, up little um, teasers for our main articles and things. But so far, the sites aren't completely finished, and it's up to you guys to help us make them better. We want you guys to um, give us some suggestions for content, what you want them to look like. They've got the rough layouts already there. We sh- we want you guys to inc- input into us what you think would make it into a good MySpace account. That's right. And also, we would like you guys to join us, become our friend. If you've got a MySpace account, befriend us. Yeah. We want friends here. <laughs> Come on. Because we don't have them in real life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we got some. We're, we've only been up for a little while, but um, we've already got some friends already on there. So. Um, It'd be nice to have extra people who are listening to Nerdcast. I'll give a shout-out to Diego, who's who's one of our new friends up there. So he's been he's been chatting with us a little bit on the oh, thing. Really? So how's it going, bud? Hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah. 
So all you MySpace people out there, go check it out. All right, so uh, so there okay. you go. Make sure you enter um, the, the the quiz and uh, try to name that Sega tune to win the Sega games. And uh, we'll be bringing you some uh, some more exciting Ooh. stuff here in the next few weeks, Graham. I what, should. What were you gonna say? I should, I should bring up one other point about um, last week. If you listened, we also held another competition for Crush for two copies giving away, and um, we had a question just asking you guys to write in about. Um, what your idea for a puzzle game would be, and we thought that'd be quite a good good question to ask you guys. Get some good answers back. Nothing, damn it. Well, we had one. <laughs> we had one answer. One answer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty angry about it. We're giving away free games here, guys. Come on. We got one answer, and that was That's from right. Silver Slug. And Silver Slug, by default, is now getting a free game. That's right. Oh anybody wow. Else, anybody else could have um, answered. They could have. You had a good chance of winning there, guys. We're giving away two games. We've only got one answer back. So Silver Slug, you've already won a game there. So if you, there could, you um, go. Email me, if you could email me your details or email Chris, we could try and get that game out to you as soon as possible. But, um, right. yeah, so very disappointed in all yeah. you guys. Come on, guys, work with us. We're giving away free games, and all you have to do is listen yeah. to the Nerdcast. So We're email. trying to give these away. We have too many games on our hands. We want to get rid of them. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> disappointing. Disappointing. Yep. <laughs> We're disappointed in you. Anyway. <laughs> so alright fellas uh, that's, that's a nerd cast I hope you had a good week um, I hope you have a great week this coming up week and uh, continue to keep playing those Sega games